Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of a No Label Convo. Here are my boy Nell. Yep. Shouts out to everybody who's been subscribing on YouTube as normal, liking on Instagram, sharing. Uh, follow us on Twitter at No Label the Pod, Instagram at No Label the Pod. Nell, go ahead and get to the sponsor. Word. Shout out to our sponsor. Shout out to Guapcoin. Guapcoin. Cryptocurrency for the culture. You know what I'm saying? Monetize your influence. There's some cool stuff in that crypto space that a lot of artists can take advantage of. A lot of artists. Uh, the artist we're sitting with today is a beautiful R&B act out of Buffalo. Been she's she young, but she's making a lot of noise, and everybody seems okay. to know her name. Oh, so it's like we we need to sit down with this young lady. How are you doing, Labrina? I'm doing absolutely great. Tired, but you know <laughs> we good. We yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you pulling up, of course. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for inviting me. Seriously. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, your music speaks for itself. It's like we. They put they applying pressure on us. They like yo, y'all, y'all need more ladies in here. I'm yeah, like, we facts. we gonna give it to you. Okay, right. Bring the ladies. That's For especially sure. the you know the ladies in the scene. We got some hitters, so definitely gotta mm-hmm. tap in for sure. Big facts, big facts. So you Buffalo born? I am. Um, yeah, I'm from here. Definitely. There's there's no way around that. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. But I do a lot of exploring outside of here. I would say. Oh, you're like traveling. Yes, that's that's really um you know that's what really for me. Um, taps into inspiration for anything. I've lived in Arizona. I lived in a couple other places. I traveled back and forth to LA, and and I was recently in Atlanta too. So that was a whole different vibe in itself. Yeah, it's a different but, world compared to Buffalo. Okay, <laughs> bigger space, a lot more people. Just yeah. you know, especially a lot more black people. Word. So, yeah, definitely that. That's dope. So, was you traveling those places like growing up, or just like recently as you got older? Um, honestly, I've been traveling a lot since I was younger. Like, I've been traveling since I was six years old. So, mm-hmm. I feel like in my more adult life, that's where I've been like making moves by myself. I would say, but yeah, before me and my family, we would travel all the time, like California. And then we go to Alabama, just some random places. To be that's honest dope, with though. you, yeah. yeah, it's definitely different. It definitely shows you like there's more. You know, out there than this. Yeah, Buffalo's it, great, but it's small. Yeah, it gives perspective, like especially definitely when I started like being able to travel and moving. Like I was one of few people I knew who went to like college in a different state. And when I kept coming back, I was yeah. like, "Oh, this is the same. This this is different." I'm like, "Yo, it just mm-hmm. opened my eyes," and I just started been on the move since then. No, I feel that. I mean, the same thing happened to me. I'm I attend technically I attend the University of Arizona. But I was there like two years, and then COVID happened, and then you know now I'm back here. So. Word, that's yeah. wild. That's so you were like in Arizona when everything started popping up. Mm-hmm. I was there since actually after 2019. That's when I had went to Arizona, and then um, I was there for like two years. You know, I had my freshman year there, and then that was you know the highlight of everything. You know, we like we outside finally. We graduate high school, <laughs> I'm out. and then all of a sudden, like boom. the second year, boom, like COVID. I'm like, damn, like I can't even enjoy my 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 year. My two years, so then I ended up coming back here in May, I think it was, yeah. And then that's really, I think, coming back for me at least was me forcing myself to dive into my music because, like, when I was in college, it really was just about like school. Like, what were you studying in college? Um, so my major right now is general studies, emphasis in arts, media, entertainment, which is basically like random classes. <laughs> it means nothing. It means nothing. Like, I feel like them just saying general studies is just them being nice. Mm-hmm. Like, here's a free degree mm-hmm. at this point. But, yeah. So you paid. We'll give it. <laughs> okay. Like, goodness. Word. But I definitely was that. Like, I was definitely the person in my class that, like, the only person. Maybe a couple other people went, like, further places, but I really was one of the few people that actually went out of state, and that was just surprising. Mm-hmm. I was like, y'all want to stay here forever? <laughs> Where, you, you was talking about you went to uh, Performing Arts, right? Mm-hmm. Which has a long legacy in Buffalo. Oh, my gosh, everybody. amazing artists. Seriously. Engineers, but, too. Yeah. And it's, but you left, you up and left and went to Arizona and didn't continue doing the music. Yeah, because honestly, I felt like I needed to give myself some time to really figure out if this is something that I really wanted to do, because I was like, you know, like... I think, you know, I was doing music from fifth grade to 12th grade, like, and I was just like, damn, am I good at anything else? <laughs> so I was like, all right, let me just, you know, try something different. But, you know, I was going to go to Berkeley. I was looking at Berkeley for a little bit, but then I was like, $50,000, private school. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. So right. I was like, you know what, I'm going to just go to Arizona. And I went with my cousin, so that made it a lot easier yeah, for me. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Oh, Arizona wasn't a lot? Oh, my gosh. It definitely was, but, like, Ain't I don't know. The cards kind of worked out. Like, I don't know. Like, um, I guess my family was able to kind of help out with, 
like what came up with that. And like I didn't get accepted into any like UB SUNY schools or anything like that because mm. like my dad had a stroke back in like 2017, which like basically stopped his ability for a lot of things. So when it came to like college, I couldn't go to a SUNY school. I couldn't go to like any Buffalo school. They're like he got paid way too much. So oh, wow. I was like, damn, like where am I gonna go? Am I even gonna be able to go to college? So then I had to like, you know, I was, you know, I wanted to go to Arizona and my cousin wanted to go too. So it just made it a lot easier. And then my family's like, well, we got one person going, so let's just have both going. So, That's dope. That's yeah. dope. Family Definitely. Yeah. It's, oh my gosh. Because, you know, college is hard in itself. So Yeah. Just just being in a new space, new mindset. Definitely. In a new place too. Like a culture shock at that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm used to being around Puerto Rican people and black people. I went around, yeah. I was like... I met more Mexican people. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm meeting everybody here. Yeah, PA is as diverse as it gets. Like, you're going to have kids Seriously. skipping through the hallways, every race flavor. Like, literally, literally. Ridiculous. What, what was your uh, major there? Like, what were you doing? Oh, yeah, I was vocal major for sure. Like, I had to. Like, I think when I first got into the school, um, I, you know, I couldn't sing for a long time. It actually really came out of nowhere, I think. <laughs> but, um, I was doing, um, I think I did piano for a little bit, and then I did. I did a lot of instruments because I was really trying to figure out what I really liked. So I did trumpet, I did guitar, I did piano, everything, honestly. And then I was like, you know what? I think I'm a better singer, so let me <laughs> stick to that. Because having all these different things doing is just, it's not ideal. Yeah. Not was, was Tim Lyons there when you were? Mr. Lyons was there. Yeah, Everybody was there. I had <laughs> Lyons is cool. Yeah, no, nah, I yeah. actually, yeah, he was my he was my instructor when I was doing trumpet. So okay. that was interesting. But yeah. Yeah, you, you mentioned... Uh, you talk about, like, Frank Shinta is also, like, Buffalo legend. Like, exactly. he had a residency in uh, Vegas, his family. They uh, were doing music and stuff out there. Lamont was talking about him, right? Yeah. And we got him on, yeah. Yeah, yeah Mr. Shinta's great. Too. Yeah. And you told somehow y'all had, a like, some type of uh, connection prior to you getting there? Yeah, so um, when I had auditioned, um, he was the one who actually that got me in the school because at the time, Karen Saxon or George Davis, they weren't, you know, attending um, they weren't teachers at that school from my knowledge. You know, I was young, so I really wouldn't know. But um, he was, like, my teacher for, like, three years. So, you know, we'd sing, like, Where's Love? And we see, you know, just Frank Shinta was definitely just a great man, wholesome man, right. awesome. And, yeah, he was the one that got me into PA. And, you know, that was a blessing because, honestly, if it wasn't for PA, I don't I don't know what I'd be doing in music man. right now. To be honest. <laughs> I don't even know if I would be able to sing right now. So that's yeah. dope. That's dope. Definitely. You got great teachers and great, great atmosphere. Shout out to PA. Man. Okay. Shout out to Buffalo PA. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to PA. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it sounds I'm like a hater. <laughs> I'm not an alumni, so I ain't got no ties. No, I hear that. I hear We're, that. So once you came back from Arizona and COVID popped off, did it just when you were just like stuck in the house, did it just throw you in your music bag? Not at all. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Like <laughs> for me, I feel like that was more of like a mental time for me, I think. Mm. Because like I think it gave me a whole lot of time to really sit with myself and really figure out like, okay, like, you know, you got all this free time to figure out how do you feel? What do you like? What do you, what don't you like? Like I didn't really take it as a creative bag. I more took it as a self bag because mm. I feel like I was letting, you know, school and social life and everything kind of consume what I had going on to where, like, mentally, I wasn't right a lot of the time for myself. Like, I wasn't, I felt like when I was in college, I wasn't my best self. I didn't feel my best self. I was so stressed out by everything, though. Like, you know, classes and then you trying to figure out who you are at the same time. Meanwhile, you know, you're not around people you're familiar with. So it was a lot of, like, just confusion. So I was like, I can't even do music. I didn't touch music for, like, two years, to be honest. Like. Yeah, I left college or high school, and I got to college, and I was like, you know what? We're just going to put a pause on this. And let's just... <laughs> but that didn't help, because that just made me feel worse. <laughs> As a creative, I felt like you need an outlet, and Facts. I didn't have that like for a long time. And like it was difficult for me. I didn't I didn't enjoy it. I just was getting by it, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, most of the people, like, they don't take into account when it comes to like going into college and being Seriously, new. Seriously, like, yeah. A lot of us... A lot of first generation like black people going mm. to college. Seriously, they don't yeah. understand the environment shift and like the culture shock. If like people are like, oh, what is depression? What is seasonal depression? What is the, like you're not eating the right food? Seriously, you around different cultures, that exactly. shit is like it hits you. Like it definitely yeah. hits you. Definitely. Word. So, so what got you back into yeah. the creative bag then? What got you back into making music after you took that break? I think it was that break. Like mm. <laughs> realistically, I, I tapped into myself. You know, I was like, you know. 
the time that I feel like I felt the most happy is when I was creating and making music. And, you know, to go from a literally scheduled routine of you go to school, you at an eight o'clock, you're doing vocal warm ups. By nine, eight thirty, you're doing like a, a song warm up. By nine o'clock, you're in a jazz class. Like it was such a routine to the point where breaking that routine just felt like odd. Just like, oh my God, like I have all this free time to decide what I want to do. What am I going to do? Like, so I think it took like taking that break and really seeing like, okay, this other shit don't make me happy, but this makes me happy. So mm. let me try to figure out who I am in that. And for a long time, you know, I'm classically trained and jazz trained. So like, That's it, yeah, it was like a lot of that, but I didn't really, I wasn't really tapping into my R&B bag. Like I was like, mm. <laughs> we got to focus on the jazz. We got to focus on the classical. And, you know, like, I really felt like I was able to, like, taking that break allowed me to really discover myself within music. Like, what makes me me and what makes my sound my sound. That's so, right. Definitely. And I, I, you could hear it in the music, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the, that's the dope part about it. Yeah. Because in Fredonia... Like I mean, it's Mara went to a lot of we all did. Everybody here at some point, not at all at the same time. It just was random. But uh, there's such a big divide between like classical and like jazz mindset. Like Mm -hmm. Fredonia is a classical music school, right? Yeah, it don't give you the PA type of vibe and shit like that. Like people be like, there's there's sections. It's like they try to like I don't know separate the shit. I definitely agree. I think that. People don't understand that music is such a universal thing that, like, technically, what we make classic rock songs and turn them into rap songs. We mm-hmm. we can we can do so much with music, so it, it's it's within itself. I think I feel like people kind of need to take an account that, like, with jazz, you can always find a classical song. With a classical song, you can hear some jazz in it. With R and B, you can hear a country in it. Like, there's it's just diverse to the point where, like, I don't know. P A kind of taught us that, like. I feel like yes, we were trained to do the classical and the, like jazz stuff, but at the same time, like on our free time, we was in practice rooms making beats, we was rapping, we was mm-hmm. playing guitar, we was singing, you know, R and B songs, jazz heads, mashing them, creating our own stuff. I used to go live all the time <laughs> in classes when we were just making beats and stuff, just because like it all comes from somewhere and all this stuff. It's like. I don't know. It all sounds the same in a way. Like for mm. me, like yeah, it's it's definitely technically different, but at the same time, like if it's good, it's good. So you think there should be genres then? Should they just get rid of genres? Period. Just, yeah, I agree. To be honest, genres. they need to just get rid of- no genres, man. No genres. <laughs> right? No genres out here for real. Because like honestly, what we take from everything, especially in like music, like there's nothing I haven't heard that hasn't come from something. They more so just need that shit for like accolades, billboards. To be honest, yeah. yeah. It's definitely for more the technical side, yeah, yeah, and the business side, but honestly, it's all the same thing, to be honest. It's 12 notes, man. (laughs) (laughs) It's 12 notes in music. You know what I'm saying? They remix them however. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Like, it's just interpretation at that point. So, and it's just, you know, what you consider good and what you consider not. Like, I mean, I'm not sitting here listening to rock all the time, but I'll definitely bop some rock, you know, here and there. But at the same time, like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like it all kind of is the same in a way. It's just who's and who's translating it, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Word. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a beautiful thing about music because it, it can take you anywhere. It connects what? anybody. Seriously, all that. If, if the melody is hitting, it don't matter what language it's in. I'm telling you, it's <laughs> always the melody. <laughs> Word. I say all the time. I mean, that's that's my whole like fundament of like writing and everything. It's the melodies. I don't. I don't really. I don't really write like that. Like I recently got into the freestyling bag, but like honestly, it is the melodies first. Mm. You catch somebody with a melody, it's a song. It's a hit. So you start with the melodies and then like place the words after the fact? Honestly, I usually just hear words. I, I feel yeah. like for me, like this is how I feel like when I'm making music, I like when people send me beats because for me I can instantly come up with a melody quick. Like if I hear it enough times, I could come up with words too. So it's kind of like a two-in-one for me. I'm kind of a cheat code. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm going to tap in with it. You're a cheat code. Come on. Just a little bit, like, seriously. That's hard. You said uh, when you was at uh, at PA, I used to go live all the time. Oh, my gosh. I'm yes. in here, over here thinking, like, yo, if they had social media when I was at PA, it would have been wild. It would have been a mess. It was a vibe. I'm telling you, we would be on the keys and everything. Everybody singing, like, five-part harmonies and shit. It was yeah. it was really fire. Like, Word. 
High school musical shit, huh? Honestly, yeah. people, okay, it wasn't like the singing and dancing. That's what y'all like. <laughs> it, it definitely was, wasn't no singing and dancing. It was a hood musical. And That's hilarious. And basketball team was trash like there, so. Oh, wait a second. Out. Our basketball team was actually pretty good. They, they, Not they, when he was there. Nah, they was bad when I was there. Nah, <laughs> we was there, or when they, I was there, it was they got fine. Shipped, they got put in the, uh, that other section. Remember when they split up the Yale oh, Cup? Oh, Yale Cup 1 and 2, yeah. That is so That's tough. Helped them out. Big facts, big facts. That is tough. Now, our basketball team was fine. I don't know about y'all. No, I have mad, <laughs> mad friends that went there, so I'm talking shit. As you should, though. Uh, you got to be on your side. I got to be on my side. <laughs> right. No, so you got to pick a side, bro. At this point, Man. like, for real. You got to pick a side. I'm sticking with my basketball crew. Like, if my, we talking basketball, I'm with, I'm with my tech crew. Right, but talking music, you already know where it's at. <laughs> you still like pick a side. You already know where it's but, at. So, in your music... You talk about like a lot of different like aspects, relationships, and different like you really dive into them. Uh, with that, was that always like the key with your music? Is that something you always wanted to drill emphasis to, and did that develop? Um. So honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like the mer- the like yeah, the most universal topic is relationships, and we all go through relationships, whether it's a good one, whether it's a bad one. But I just feel like for me, like, I'm always going to write about myself and different, like, just what feels right to me. And sometimes that might even be, like, other people's situation. That might be my situation. Mm -hmm. But I feel like for me, like, I, as I'm getting older and I'm exploring myself and what I like and what I don't like and just all that, I've been able to translate that through my music. Because I've been really, like, these last three years for me have been, like, extreme self-discovery. Rather, that's, like going on dates with niggas, like, figuring out what I like and, you know, just determining what's out there for me and what's not. And a lot of that has been about my music and what comes with that. So, yeah, like, for now, it really has been just about relationships. But at the same time, I feel like I'm talking about, like, I'm in a relationship, but I'm talking about maybe how the other person feels. I'm talking about maybe, let's just happen to say there's another person involved. There might be two parties involved. I'm talking about how he's feeling. I'm talking about how he's feeling too. Like I'm really diving in. Yeah, that's what I'm like. It's layers to that. Dude. Yeah, cause like I don't know. I'm considerate, and I feel like I like to think about like I always have this thought of like, what is this person thinking? I know what I'm thinking, but I don't always know what you're thinking, and I definitely don't read minds. So I'm assume this is what I feel like you're feeling, and I'm gonna talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's one of the yeah. reasons why I like R&B too. Like listening to women R&B, even though yeah. most men don't, is like. Because you get to hear, like, their perspective and their side of things. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's how it should be. Like, at the end of the day, like, what? Music is, like, just translation. Like, mm-hmm. we all have gone through something. Like, we got people like Stevie Wonder. He talks about God. He talks about his love life. He talks about his love for his children. And you're sitting there like, yo, this nigga's snapping. Like, this mm-hmm. man is talking about everything going on in his life. Meanwhile, able to translate it in a way that we all can be connected to it, even if we're not even him. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's how I kind of take my approach when I'm making my music. Like, this is how I'm feeling, so I know maybe somebody out there is feeling how I'm feeling too. No, yeah. that's, no that's big facts. Yeah. Just being able to interpret that just over some keys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a baseline, like, Word. Like, that shit is crazy. Seriously. Or I was I was watching a documentary. I got to remember the name of it. It was um it was about Fela Kuti. I don't have to think I've seen that one. He's like the, Fela is like the big, he's like the Michael Jackson of Africa. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. He was, uh, I want to say it was Nigeria and like he had beef with the government. Like oh, wow. he was yeah. hosting like, they stopped letting him do concerts. So like he went to the slums where because the, the police wouldn't go there and he right. would do things every day. He would do like, they would do uh, hour, two hour talks about community and then do jam session. Right. Oh, we're going to talk about politics. Then we're going to do jam session. We're going to talk about That's dope. Yeah. Food, then jam session right but one of the quotes he has is about musicians like music being like the king of all professions because it's like how we be able to just harmonize everything mm-hmm. literally and just yeah. and really make it digestible for the world seriously like, and that yeah. shit is like that shit is facts it's and crazy yeah it's it's a it's a beautiful thing like what's a I, what song was it? I can't remember the title but you was talking about uh, diving we might as well, I think we should just start from the first track down Oh yeah, Glock Chronicles. 
Uh, Hold on. First of all, the name of the EP is Four Days Later. Four Days Later. Yes. Um, and then first track, Glock Crime. First track. It's a higher title for R&B. Glock Crime. <laughs> I thought it, okay, I don't know. I thought it was funny. I just, I found it to be hilarious. Yeah. I thought it was like, I was like, but there's really a story behind it. Like, the whole project literally is about my time in Atlanta. And I was literally there for, I was there for five days, but I did the project in four. So Ooh. that's why I called it four days later. You I thought it the, made sense. Uh, like a vlog prior to that, right? Where you I like, kind did, of explained it. yeah. I think that's so, to, yeah. yep, exactly. I had dropped a little, um, I call them, I think it was a little video, I would call it episode. Mm -hmm. And I was just explaining like everything that was going down. But yeah, like it was just the four days I was there. I went out there with, um, to, you know, just link up with one of my really great friends. His name is Valley, um, producer, engineer. He doesn't like to call himself an engineer, but that nigga's a connoisseur, okay? He's great. He's an engineer. He's a singer, rapper. He can't do no wrong, but. That's who I went out there to like visit. And you know, we were just like really kicking it and just, you know, we said, you know, come, he was like, just come out here and let's just get to work. And I was like, you know what? I'll book the flight. So I did. And yeah, the four days later was really just about Atlanta and just what was happening out there. Because honestly, I went out there for four days and I think that was the most eventful my life was being over the four days. I was like, <laughs> ain't no way. Cause I just got out here. Yeah, cause Atlanta was open there. Mm. That's what I'm never saying. Closed. But Atlanta's always open, right? Never like I ain't never seen a place that was so active in my life. I was like, damn. So y'all do something every day? Mm -hmm. Y'all don't got time to breathe? You burnt out. Listen, I couldn't. <laughs> I but yeah, so Glock Chronicles, the fast version really is. It was just I was in a position where um I was overhearing a conversation between this man and this woman. And this woman was kind of just explaining to like him, like, "Oh, you came in town, and or you you got somebody in town, and you know she's here, and you look like y'all booed up." And she was just, you know, <laughs> prying into the situation, and it really wasn't like that. Like I was really just hanging with my friend, and she kind of took it as like, "Well, I see y'all together, and you know I'm trying to be that." Um, and then her mom got on the phone. And she was like, don't make me bring my Glock. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, damn, these are little women crazy. Not the Glock. Like, I was like, the I didn't come boy. out here for none of that. Like, I came out here for a good time. I was trying to get some music done. And I'm just over here in this conversation. So, I, you know, later that day, I pull up to the studio and uh, I lay a little something down. And basically, he was talking about that. So, that's yeah. That's fun. So, that's the first one. The second ETA. one, ETA. ETA. Um, I think that one is pretty self-explanatory. Um, it's estimate time of arrival, mm -hmm. which is really just saying pull up, yeah. come through. I'm trying to see what you want to do, and that's really what that meant. Like I was really in my bag. I was drinking wine. The candles was lit and everything. <laughs> I'm just kind of like, wine you have? what kind of wine didn't I have? <laughs> What's your favorite? Um, right now it's a mixture. Like I like the blueberry wine. That joint, it hits different. I'd be like, I'd be really in my back about that. But right now, currently, I like that 999, the Loganberry mm, the one. Loganberry. That joint is different. It's I was like, to. only Buffalo shit. Because mm. you don't see nobody's <laughs> like Loganberry wine. They'd be like, what's Loganberry? I'd be like, I don't, like, don't worry about it. it. No, for real. You're, You're going to have to come out here and see. <laughs> no culture at all. But yeah, that one was just, just me kind of being in my femininity bag and just like, you know, confident. I feel like that's really what it was about. It's about just being more confident. And sometimes, like, you know, us as women, we don't always, like, we don't always just tell men to pull up. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we kind of beat around the bushes and be like, you could come through if you want to. Mm -hmm. But, you know, this one was like, nah, fuck all that. Pull up. That's that's what I liked about, <laughs> about your project. It was like, you had that track where it's like, Nah, I'm gonna be straightforward. Yeah. Like, nah, this is what I want. But I feel like that's how I am, in, like, I, as a person. I'm not, I don't really like beat around the bush. I'm pretty cutthroat about most things. And I don't like wasting my time about nothing. So I really just, I'm pretty just straightforward. If I'm looking for this, I make that clear. If I don't, I don't. And, you know, that's what that project was. It was really just like, this is, this is how I'm feeling. And if you fucking with it, Put let's see what's up. <laughs> what's the next joint is? Uh, uh, hit me back. Cool. Okay. <laughs> so I was in my feelings. Definitely was in my feelings. Um, hit me back was really just I don't know, it was just telling this man like you you got a girlfriend and you trying to talk to me and not to say I'm not upset that you're trying to talk to me, but it's more so like 
handle your priorities. Like, figure out what you're looking for before you're trying to hit me up and trying to talk to me. And I think that one, I just let a baseline in that, so I had to come crazy. Like, I just told myself, like, on this specific record, you can't come soft. This is not, like, you can't be on nothing but, like, assertive. And why are you hitting me when you got somebody? Like, let's just, let's stop. Let's stop the game. So, yeah. Yeah, that's hard. And then the the video, Do What I Want, Elite Single. Also very self-explanatory. I like that. That was, was, I was like, ooh. I I appreciate it. What was crazy, I was like, I heard that. I feel like I I was listening to it today, and I was like, I've heard this. I feel like I heard this joint mad times. That's crazy. We mentioned it on, um, like, our year-end wrap-up episode. Tomorrow I mentioned it. Yeah, I probably was checking that joint out. Shout out tomorrow. Tomorrow on the beat. <laughs> Not the DJ scratch. <laughs> that was so I, <laughs> I had to, but yeah, um, do what I want. Very, very, very self-explanatory. Um, I'm just in a like part of my life where I'm just like. I'm gonna do exactly what I want, and I'm not gonna think about it. I'm not gonna think twice. I'm not gonna look back. I'm gonna just do it because, and that's how I felt about like coming here and coming back, like moving here. I'm gonna just do what I want. Like I'm gonna live my life how I want to live it, and I'm not gonna ask any questions. I'm not gonna ask anyone to ask me any questions. I'm not gonna question it. So, right. yeah. Have you ever been in a relationship where you weren't be able to do what you want? Um. <laughs> <laughs> like how I did that. <laughs> Loved it. Um. I don't know. For me, um, I don't, I don't do relationships right now in my like my life right now, and only because like I feel like mentally I'm in a different space than most people my age. I'm, you know, I'm young. Like I'm mm. only twenty. Like I'm, and I I turned twenty one on the second of May. So <laughs> okay, I will be outside. But yeah, like I don't know relationships right now. I feel like it really don't even matter half the time how old the person is. Like I've talked to you know. Right, like a thirty-year-olds, twenty-year-olds, all types of shit. That don't mean nothing. People, if people aren't mentally in a space to really want a relationship or really understand what it takes to be in a relationship, I don't see why I should waste my time. Because, like, when I think about my future relationship or something like that, I'm thinking like I want to get to know the person. I want to really like understand the person. I want to have real life conversation. And people are scary nowadays. Like, people are so scary. Like, they don't understand that. Like relationships take work. Mm-hmm. Relationships take actual time. You got to get to know who you're dealing with. I'm not trying to wake up next to somebody and be like, who are you? Like, I'm not. So for me, I feel like I put myself in a position until I feel like I meet somebody that really hits those type of standards. I don't see why I need to be in a relationship. No, that's valid. Yeah. A lot of people are afraid to be vulnerable in the, mm-hmm. in the, in the age of where we don't have that much privacy. Yeah. It's like and it's understandable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. But at the same time, like, you know, I don't know. Everybody's built different and everybody does things different. I just feel like if you really seek in a relationship and that's something that you're interested in, you can't really play games with people's feelings. Like, nah, at all. Because people, you know, some people are crazy. Some people will do some real yeah, crazy shit. I feel like shit. you can't really seek a relationship if it's going to be like a good one. To be honest. It just kind of happen organically. Yeah. Like and that too. Yeah. yeah. You do. You have to really learn how to like really talk to the person and see. Because I feel like... When you're in a relationship, is a learning experience. Like, yeah. you're really just, okay, well, I didn't like this. And knowing how to properly communicate at that. Because mm-hmm. nowadays, oh, my God, like, people can't communicate. And sometimes y'all just be fucking. Like, how can we have a conversation and we in this type of relationship, but we're being intimate in this way, but you don't know how to talk to me? doesn't make any sense. So yeah. why even be in a relationship? So the, the video for Do What I Want is crazy, too. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um... Um, I don't know. With that video, I think what happened was me and my cousin were sitting in Tim Hortons one day and we're like, what do we think of when it comes to do what I want? Knowing me. Stealing cars. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, that came last. To be honest, I actually wanted to do the video like concept way different. Like I wanted to be a big ass party. Like I was like, this just feels like a summer vibe, like party and I was just like, this is just, this is what I want. And, you know, I was thinking way too big. And I was thinking about, like, um, Capella Gray's Gallus video. Mm-hmm. How he had all of New York out there. I was like, you know, what if that could do that? What if I could get all of Buffalo to be in a party setting? Big ass production. It would be so big. Yeah. But if people, I don't know. Like, I don't even know how that would even come to pass. Because, like, 
of course, you know, you can get people to volunteer, have a good time, but you know, it depends. Buffalo's funny when it comes to support and things like that. So it's just, you either get it or you don't. So I was like, mm. let me think a little smaller. Like, let me try to figure out what's a little bit like equivalent to that kind of idea. So then me and my cousin were just sitting in some mornings and it was like, damn, like, when I think of do what I want, what if we had just a day of just freely doing exactly what we wanted to do just randomly, just for fun? Just, and I was like, damn, this is a good idea. So then we properly translated it. And then I was like, but I want to do it differently because like a lot of the time I see videos in Buffalo and it's like downtown and it's just like in kind of spots we already kind of already know. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I want to use a side of Buffalo that I really haven't seen. So I was mm -hmm. like, let's go on Hurdle. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. I used to live on Hurdle for the, for the longest. It's, I, I miss staying over there. It was actually right around the corner from your old house. I got it really a, was. Coastal's yeah. is like right down. Mm -hmm. no. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Shit, I gotta see. I gotta. I gotta check it out. I didn't. I didn't know you had the video out. Oh my gosh! Yes, that video's been out for like mm -hmm. three months, four months now. Yeah, been out for a little bit, but yeah, I just wanted to use Buffalo in a different line. Like and like, I just thought it'd be funny, and I used my own car too, so I thought that was like even more hilarious. And like, yeah, and then I was able to use like my friends and like my some actors that yeah, I you I know knew. exactly. I yeah, I was trying to. I was trying to really embody the the PA student. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I appreciate about you and your music is like it, it's very you. Thank you. Yeah. Like sometimes we meet people and it's like it's either personas, we meet some different stuff, and it's like it's it's refreshing. But how can you like pretend to not be like? How does that work? I just can't like understand it. Yeah. I, in hip hop, I say like hip hop is hip hop is a front. Period. Truthfully. Rap. In, yeah. Period. Mm -hmm. Like. You're not going everywhere. You're not coming in your mama house with okay. all your jewels on, all your jewelry on. Like, like yo, what's right. good? You ain't like, bringing your ones no, in the you're, house. You're taking your shoes <laughs> off and you're you're kissing your grandma on the cheek. Okay. <laughs> like, it's, that's what it is. You I'm might like, stay with the ice on kissing grandma, though. <laughs> okay, with, with the ice on, though. Like, what? I mean, no, nah, that's, that's valid. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, with me, I can't really pretend. Like, mm. I feel like I'm so myself to the point where it's just like, at this point, you're going to get it or you're not going to get it. Like, there's really no way out of it. So, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's, but that's how music should be. And then people are supposed to just naturally, like, organically be like, oh, I'm kind of like that too. Let me, mm -hmm. let me, let me do a little follow. But, yeah. <laughs> where they feel it. They, Seriously, yeah. They feel it. You would rather have, like, fans and supporters like that off of being yourself versus yeah. having to keep up a persona for Definitely. the rest of your career. Yeah. yeah. So you got that internal Because you got to try to come up, like, you know, continue and keeping up with a persona. Mm -hmm. I don't got to do. I got way too much to think about. Like, I really do. I don't <laughs> have time. It's easier being yourself. <laughs> it really mm -hmm. is. Because then you really know who genuinely, like, understands and really wants to understand who you are. Mm -hmm. I'd rather just have, a, you know, people like that. I don't see why I waste my time on being somebody I'm not. I don't got the time. Yeah. Mm -mm. And it's a person when the lights is off. Seriously, because when I do concerts and stuff, I can really see who's like, you know, messing with me and who's really understanding what I'm trying to get at. You know, like I said, I'm in a bag where I'm like really tapping into real life situations on multiple perspectives. So, like, why not? Like, we're yeah. all real people at the we're end humans of the day. At the end of yeah, the day. Mm -hmm. like for real. Yeah. We, I feel like we need to get back to that just like in music and just like popular culture in general. Definitely. Because we see everything so much through a lens. A screen, yeah. It's just like, everybody's just seen through this little frame and it's like, no. Nah, Seriously. Like, I could have seen the best parts of everybody's life yeah, all the time. Yeah. Literally. The best part yeah. of they, what they wanted to show mm -hmm. like, Yeah. It's like, bro, we so we got layers, yo. Yeah, because it's, <laughs> it's, it's so like, it doesn't make any sense because it's just like, I mean, I like the idea that sometimes people can see like you on your good days. For sure, like everybody likes to be seen on their best days, and I think that's why you know social media is what it is. But at the same time, it does like remove that idea of like you know a human being. Like we all are sad, we all get depressed, we all have you know we have our episodes, we have different stuff that we go through. But like you know, social media definitely blocks all that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's a good and bad thing. At the same time, not everybody yeah. needs to know your business, but at the same time, like. It's good to know because then you don't feel like, oh, like I'm the only person that's feeling like I, I got to make six figures by tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. For real. Do you, do you want to touch on the last track? Last track. M.I.A. Um, also very self-explanatory. Um, That was just an instance of a man ghosting me. And I was okay. Like, 
I definitely was salty about it, and I was in my feelings. Damn near crying, but you know that's okay. Like I was, yeah, I was a little sad because it was just like I had spent a day with the man, and it went well, like extremely well, extremely well. And then you don't hear from somebody, so you're like, damn, what did I do wrong? Was I not looking okay? Did I like, was I not on my p's and q's about something? Mm -hmm. But you know, it's just one of those things where you know it happens. People go MIA. Yeah, gotta deal with it. Yeah, it's just made a great song out of it. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Listen, sometimes it takes that. Sometimes you gotta get hurt for a song. I took somebody told me that I'm gonna make my best music of my life when I get my heart broken. I said, okay. (laughs) I said, can I write a song about being happy? (laughs) I don't want to be upset. (laughs) So. Where, let's just tap in that real quick. Where some people say the best R and B music comes from heartbreak. I mean, agree? I don't know because I, I have to disagree because, like I said, people like Stevie Wonder. That man literally writes about love mm-hmm. like all the time. And I mean, of course, like he has his songs where he's talking about heartbreak and uh, you know people that he's dealing with that might not be belong to him and all types of stuff. But the R and B has girth. Okay, it has so many different places that it holds and. I don't know. Sometimes it's just necessary. Like I feel like you have to come from a place of honesty. And sometimes mm. if we're being honest, I'm not happy sometimes. I'm not okay sometimes. Sometimes I'm in love and sometimes I'm heartbroken and all types of shit. So I just feel like, you know, R&B, that's why R&B is what it is. Because it, it's one of those things that, you know, you can really talk about what's really going on. But in a in a, in a just smoother way, I would say. Or- yeah. But I'm trying thinking back to when I like I don't listen to R and B as much as I used to. Yeah. And well, I'm thinking growing up, I used to listen to like, no more, man. Man, it's it's only a switch. You just want to listen to Earl It's only a switch. I mean, for real. I mean, when you clean in the house, what your mama be playing with Sade and like that's that's okay. Yeah. Like yeah, I got, I got my, I got for real, Anita Baker. Don't, don't Come on, it, right? When you clean in the house, you are throwing on some R and B for sure. Yeah. Cooking some dinner, maybe you sipping on something like. Yeah. So I I normally throw on. I'm trying to think what I throw on. Sade is on there. Sade. Sade. It's Sade. Or Sade? I say Sade, Sade too, but it is Sade. Sade? Yeah. Sade. I like to have a little music soul child. Oh I love music soul oh, child. Yeah. He made me want to do music. He got me like into music. I love yeah. the music videos like mm-hmm. from the 2000s. Oh, yeah. I think they were just so like... The Amy Reed. Just like, so dope, yeah. The, the pop locking in the rain. Okay, but mainly like the like in the R and B, how like sometimes you know in the shower just really in their feelings like, like uh, knocking like at the, the door <laughs> or Tyrese uh-huh. like for real like I love that. I mean that era for R and B for men. I'm like they're in their bag going down the street like yeah. trying to talk to the girl. The okay, got the boombox yeah. outside Mario the door though. spinning, dancing, all types of shit like. That was, that was the era for mm-hmm. R&B. Like, Music Soul Child, what, Teach Me How to Love music video? Fire. Like, man. extremely fire. Yeah. Okay, that Neo Soul era. Man. Okay, yeah, Neo talking about, no one in the <laughs> Yeah, that man was snapping. Got the hat tilt and everything. Yeah. Who, who's your dream collab for R&B act? Everybody. I want to work with everybody. I plan to work with everybody. Like, I want to work with just anybody that just, you know, wants to work with me on top of, like, just phenomenal artists. It's like we got people like Nija, Lucky Day, we got Capella Gray. That man's making noise around the city as it is. Um, just everybody. I wanna work with Anderson Pack, Bruno Mars. Oh my gosh. I wanna work with who don't I wanna work with? It's I genuinely just wanna make music with just legends and I plan on doing it, like for sure. It'll happen. It will. Manifesting. Of course. Speaking into existence, yeah. Yeah. No, like I just, I just want to make such a catalog with just fire people. I want to work with Tory Lanez. I want to work with like, (sighs) my list is long. I write everything down, so like I plan on working with these people. I have it in my book. It already happened. It just got to catch up. That's what I'm saying, right? At this point, we just it's just a waiting game at this point. Seriously, man, that's dope. Uh, Who are some? Who are some people that inspire you, like, who have inspired your music? They don't necessarily have to be musicians. Yeah. But just people in life who've inspired you. Um, so I'm going to say both. Um, I have a very deep voice for a woman sometimes. So with that being the case, like, for a long time, I didn't hear women in R&B that had a voice like mine. So I finally catered to, like, people like Anita Baker, Sade, mm-hmm. Um, or Sade, <laughs> um, just Layla Hathaway, especially mm. in the jazz bag. Like that woman is insane. But 
yeah, like I finally found people that like made me feel comfortable with having a deeper voice for a woman because I was like, I'm out here a tenor, like damn near. Like <laughs> I'm basically a tenor out here and I don't hear too many voices like mine. So those women definitely. But um, right now, I honestly would say like my family definitely plays a large role in like my music taste that kind of catered to me to even doing music because like I'm the only person in my family that really does music. Like, truthfully, like, everybody else either was an artist at one point in time, like, in regards to, like, drawing and things like that. But no one really, like, does music like I do. I'm really, like, the only person. I have a twin brother, so, like, yeah. So it's, like, he's he's not music person, but he listens to music. Like, he's definitely a connoisseur. And all my brothers are, like, my older brother, when I was younger, um, I was living with my grandparents. And my grandparents, you know, they're more on the gospel, like, everything the Worldly music is out of here. <laughs> they don't want to hear none of that. Like, they come in the house, don't be playing that or, you know, turn it down. I don't want to hear it. But my brothers, like, we would literally sneak around all the time trying to listen to, like, old school, just anything. 90s music, 80s music. Um, I started really getting into my bag because I was like, I love 80s music sound and 90s music stuff. But, yeah, like, my brothers really were the ones that inspired me. And then seeing my mom occasionally sure. when I would. Definitely. Are you the only girl you have all brothers? No, I actually have like two sisters, but like we're all like half siblings in a way. Uh-oh. Like I have a twin brother and then I have an older brother. We're all got the same mom, same dad, and then the rest of us are like half siblings. But yeah. you know, they, they try to be rappers and shit, but I ain't trying to hear none of that. Because <laughs> I was going to ask, is that why you think that you are uh, like more direct and like honest and like just keep it real straightforward about To be you? honest, yeah, because I'm, I'm around a lot of guys mm-hmm. like all the time. At least like with those two when I was raised around them and I got a, another older brother that we all like are extremely close. We're all like around the same age range and everything. And yeah, just being around guys really just put me in a position where like I ain't really never had to bullshit about nothing. Like, and we talk like friends. Like, I don't know about anybody else, but like me and my siblings, we literally are like friends more than we are siblings. We like, mm-hmm. my brother be like, so I came with this shorty and da da da. I'm just like, I don't know why you feel so comfortable talking <laughs> to me about this. But, but yeah, like we just we that's all a, homies. So it's just yeah, seriously. Like it's a lot of us though. Like we yeah. range from like age ten to like thirty. That's yeah, what, yeah. That's dope though. You get a good range of both. Both Sweet. generations. It's a lot. Because, you know, the 10-year-olds be 10. <laughs> and then 30-year-olds be 30. Yeah. yeah. Like. <laughs> Wait, so you, you spoke on your brothers uh, talking to you like like friends, like the homies. Yeah. Have you, like, I've seen it in, like, on social media. It's like, I think it was, like, Steve Harvey talking about how men can't be friends with women. Ooh. What the fuck? Yeah, it was some, it was some weird shit. Like, I... Oh, he has an agenda. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't like one thing. My dad. It's like, yeah. It's definitely an yeah. ad kind of situation. Only because like I don't know. Most of the time, mm, I'm not gonna say most of the time. A lot of the time with men, they do like to speak to women that they're attracted to, which is the inevitable. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like sometimes you learn more about the person after a while, and you're like, okay, she's not, she's not, she's not that type. For me, like I've come to understand, I was attractive, but I ain't trying to like mm-hmm. do more. So but I, still I love feel like, her as a person, yeah, so that's when the friend, exactly. The I feel like it does take like you know, first glance, you probably are attracted. I mean, y'all men, that's in y'all nature, like realistically. But I feel like after a while, you come to realize, okay, like I know what kind of girl she is, and I know what I'm looking for. If I was trying to pursue her in that way, but mm-hmm. I don't know. For me, like I, f- I find it possible. I don't think it's impossible. I feel like. A lot of the time, I don't know, men are sometimes insecure about some things. And I feel like, I mean, like I said, rightfully in y'all nature, because, you know, some people do be wilding. Sometimes friends really don't be friends and they just be underlining things. But you just need a real one like me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, don't, I don't really beat around the bush with things. I don't really do too much. So, like, if, if somebody's a friend, they're a friend. And I don't really have to do too much dancing around that. And if they're more than a friend, then they're more than a friend. And you would know because I I don't see the point of lying to you. What do I yeah. owe you? I don't need to lie to you. So, Big yeah. Thing. That's one thing I've, I noticed, like, with uh, a <clears throat> generation, like, a little bit younger than us, is, like, they'll, they're very quick to be like, like, yo, no, let's just keep it a buck because so many people come and go through social media and all that shit. Like, Seriously. Keep it a buck. Cause, like, if I just keep it honest with you, you're going to choose whether you want to be here or not. So Literally. You think so? I yeah, really do. Like, you, think? <laughs> huh? you say like the younger generation, like a little bit younger than. Well, I'm. I'm. What's young? Shit. I'm young. Yeah, you're young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm about to be twenty nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, 
I wouldn't think you were 29. You look extremely young. Appreciate it. It's the jeans, yeah, black men. Man. Oh my gosh. Shout out to my pops. Shout out to my mom. Okay. Y'all be looking <clears throat> extremely young. Y'all be like, oh, I'm 34. The fuck, nigga? I thought you was 24. That's crazy. Nah, I mean, I don't know. I just, like I said, I feel like it ranges. Like, there's definitely, I don't know. I feel like it's feel like definitely it not everybody. Yeah, no, you said it earlier about like it doesn't matter the age, it's just the mentality of the it, person. Yeah, I'm about to say because like I feel like it really does play on like your upbringing because mm-hmm. really realistically, I'm extremely mature for a 20 year old, but that's only because of like the stuff I had to deal with. Like I had mm-hmm. to like care for my family and like dealt with my dad's stroke and everything. I feel like it character builds. You have to have mm-hmm. situations that happen for you to really, you know, get out of that bag of being like immature and trying to do all the extra shit. I don't have it to do when I'm trying to like be somebody and eventually yeah. put myself in a position. Yeah. Real life shit. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. That's real life shit. Especially nowadays. Gas going up. Fucking Man, rent going up. I took a loan earlier to get some gas. Fuck out of Okay? For real. Like, honestly. But that's what I'm saying. Like, stuff is happening out here. So it, it's like, we don't really got time to be being playing around with people and doing shit. It's too much going on in the world. Like, what? We have a whole war going on right now. Like, Crazy shit. So yeah, man, we had just man, get in that iron, play some R and B. It's ugly outside, man. Okay. Play some R and B. Play that Labrina. <laughs> Period. Yeah, that's what's good. Definitely play that Labrina. Stream. Continue to stream. Run it up. Run it up. <laughs> oh, so is there anything that you want your list, your your viewers to know about you? Um, honestly, I feel like the biggest thing is that when you listen to me, you're gonna get me. Like, you're going to get real-life situations. Rather, it's current situations, past-sense situations. You're going to really get the grasp of who Labrina is. Because, I don't know, I come extremely organic. And, you know, I just I just really just want to talk about I want to have a conversation. I feel like my, my music is conversation starters. And that's really the biggest thing I'm trying to get out of it. I want to talk about, well, why do men feel like this? Why do women feel like this? Why can't we both you know, learn how to communicate with one another and actually have a conversation. And why does it take me being over here trying to tell y'all that y'all need to see what this man is going through? Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to be a conversation starter, honestly. That's all right. It's always a good, a good place, place, man. That's a good place to be. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so, do you got anything, like, coming forward? You dropped the EP. Yes. Um. So, I am coming out with some more music videos. I think... Right now, that's the biggest thing. Um, I am coming with more music, of course, but I think the biggest thing for me right now, I'm trying to build a catalog. I'm trying to make sure that I make endless music like that just hits. Like I don't really want to miss. I'm trying to be like we were talking mm. about earlier, Lucky Day, how he does not mm. miss it right now. No. I'm trying to be like that, <laughs> okay? I'm trying to be exactly like that, but that takes like building a catalog and like I got some, I, you know, I just did a feature with um, Rod Bonner, shout out Rod. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I also got some music coming with a few other people. Um, I'm working with people out of Buffalo. Oh my gosh. People like, uh, this rapper from Chicago named Legend. When his project comes out, I will be letting y'all know that man is different. Um, the homie Zay, he's an engineer, producer, singer, songwriter, GOAT. He's just great. And I'm working with a lot of people outside of town and, you know, even if it's just collabing on their stuff or whatever, I'm really just trying to build a catalog. So like... People can really see like I'm not playing like I'm, I'm coming with endless bops. Yeah, you because you did. I seen uh, on Apple Music you had I forgot what this dude name was, but it was something different. It was uh, Zambezi. See, I'm not gonna lie, that's not me. No, it was, no you featured. It's a, oh, you featured on it's not that, me. That wasn't you. Oh, okay. You know like, how like people with the like, same name? Because I, I was looking for your voice, and I'm like, did she like? He's like, where is she? Yeah, I'm like, that is not me. I don't know why, but Apple Music for some reason there must be somebody else named Labrina out there. It's not. Me. That's funny. It's not me, Word. but um, you know, everything else though should be me. Hopefully, Word. you know, definitely got to get that worked out. But. Believe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, no Zambezis here. Yeah, it was a different. It was like some. It was like Afro. It was like Afro beats type. Yeah, of no, I I yeah. didn't do nothing I, I like that. Like, oh, I was like, I'm, I'm 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 here listening for her Yo, harmonies. I'm like, like, okay, where's she coming in? I'm she's like, oh, not she there. Like, I'm like, okay. <laughs> no, yeah, not this kind of time. <laughs> not Zambezi, but yeah, I would definitely love to do an Afro beat vibe for sure. Yeah. But not uh, Amber Simone. Yes, I no, actually, I don't. 
I've heard a lot of her covers, but I haven't really tapped into her work. Yeah, she she just came back from uh she just came back from Africa. I did working, see that though. She, yeah. yeah, that's that shit is definitely hard. I yeah, mean, when any Africa. artist, yeah, was, when any artist can leave out of here and go yeah. to Africa, that's just hard in itself. Facts. She, I, I was blessed enough for her to perform at my surprise birthday party. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, uh, I was thankful. I told her at the party she was ducking us too. Oh no! <laughs> she was like, "Don't do that." No, don't do it. <laughs> Word, well, man. Oh, shout out to everybody who was able to be there and like who did that. I wasn't expecting it. I appreciate y'all and thank you. No doubt, man. Yeah. Great experience. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't know. What to say. <laughs> Not no doubt, man. Um, well, shit. Shout out to your brother. Shout out to Gino. Shout out to Kyrie. Everybody who had a part in throwing it. Good. Right. Walking in at 29 at its best. Yeah, I got to go. I got to go out my 20s with a bang. I got to celebrate the whole year. You know? Okay. You I, have to, right? Yeah. Shot every night. <laughs> celebrate. <laughs> I was thinking too. I was like, I, like, I got to get in my wine you bag. You got to. I'm man. telling you. The different. wine bag is. I had, I had <laughs> a half a drink that just shit. Not the 29 head. He said, mm-mm, no more. Yeah. Definitely get in the wine bag. You know, they got the bubbly too. You go, yeah. I'm telling you. And it gets you right too. But like a good right. Like a. I'm feeling myself. I'm still confident. But some people, I don't know, men be like, oh, I get sleepy with wine. Uh, I've heard that way too much. Like, mm. I'm a wine girl. I do wine. I'd rather sure. do wine than liquor. Yeah, it, it's yeah, easy on the stomach. Like, mm-hmm. wine just, or other types of liquor just be doing too much. Be yeah. having a kung fu battle with my damn stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up like you been with Tyson. No, for mm-hmm. real. Like, that's why I do wine. I'm like, and it's just like, it's, it's classy as fuck. Like if I got a little mm-hmm. champagne flute, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, with the wine in it, it's it just looks good too. Big facts. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, we definitely appreciate you being here. Well, man. thank you for inviting me. No problem. <laughs> you got anything you want to say before we wrap up? Yeah. Um, stay tuned for more from your girl. Music videos, content, because we're coming with the covers. Um, as well as more music videos. Features after mm. feature after feature, and then of course songs. Of course, that's just we're just gonna get a catalog of continuous bops. I'm not missing. Come on, 2021, two, three, four, five to thirty. Come on, and past it. Okay, and then some. Yes, sir. Come on. Yeah. See, yes, see, ma'am. You gonna see her at the Grammys? <laughs> you gonna see her at the Grammys? Come on. Okay, past the Grammys. You gonna see me at every award show, even if I'm not singing. I'm just there. I'm gonna be like. All that. She gonna go and look at the camera. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, the scratch. All that. I promise you, you'll see me there. Word. We yeah. appreciate you. Thank you. No label the pod. We out. Peace. <laughs> yeah.